Hi guys. Is it just me, or has it been an especially long month so far this week? <laughs> I don't know what to do first at work. So much stuff is coming at me all at once, it's like it's the Let's Screw with Newman week. I hate my job. I love the pay, but I hate my job. Oh, and the people suck too. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's the money that keeps you shackled to your desk. Hey, Brian. I was worried you weren't gonna make it. Sorry, guys. You okay, Doc? You were really quiet last week. You didn't even yell at Ed. I think he was hurt. Yeah, I cried myself to sleep. Yes, well, I'm sorry about that too. It's been... It's been a tough couple of weeks. I wish I could blame Ed. Me? How the fuck is it my fault? That story about your son a couple of weeks ago? Yeah? It moved me. So much so that I felt an irresistible need to see my own son as soon as I could. So, I drove home, stowed my stuff, and started up the stairs to James's bedroom. Elizabeth was in the kitchen at the time. She wanted to talk to me about something, but I cut her off. Mid-sentence. Told her that I had something very important that I had to do first. Sensitive, right? You know, I'm not what you would call a touchy-feely kind of guy. And Ed, please don't say anything. But at that moment, there didn't seem to be anything more important that I could have been doing than being with James. So I climbed the stairs, and me being my usual self-absorbed self, pushed open his closed door without knocking. What a mistake. The first thing I notice is that he's watching a movie. No sound. He has his earphones on. The second thing I notice is that his shorts are down at his ankles and his hand is in his lap. And the third thing I notice is... is that he's watching two guys having sex. I didn't know what to do. Should I leave? Should I stay? Should I say something? Should I clear my throat and pretend to have just walked in? I wasn't able to do any of those things because James must have caught my reflection in a darkened corner of his screen. He spun around in his chair and God knows what kind of expression I must have had on my face because his own was grotesque. Whether it was because of his embarrassment over what he was watching and doing, fear that I would react in an I don't know how kind of way, or anger at my thoughtless invasion of his privacy, but he pulled off his earphones and ah! just that terrible, anguished scream. At which point, Elizabeth ran upstairs and into his room only to see. We both just stood there, silently, while James was... <laughs> He didn't even cover up. James struggled to regain control of himself. And Elizabeth took that as an opportunity to attempt to place her arm around his shoulders. He wouldn't let her. Despite the fact that he's always been closer to her than to... Instead, he closed his eyes and demanded that we both... Get out! Which we did, latching the door behind us. So, for the past two weeks, it's been very quiet at home. We eat our meals, 
go to work, school, sleep in our beds, and say very little to one another. Elizabeth holds me responsible for this, as I suppose she should, but she too had no inkling that James's sexual orientation was, is, that way. James is young, Brian. And it's not unusual for kids his age to experiment with sex. It doesn't mean that he's gay. Joe, I really like you. What the fuck difference does it make if he is? It doesn't. I mean, Brian, I'm not saying- That's that right. You're not saying anything. Not another fucking word. Where's your head at on this, Bri? Well, since our Thursday nights have become a time for brutal honesty, I would say that I wish... I wish he wasn't gay. Life's hard enough, don't you think? But that's neither here nor there, because... He's my son. You know, I've heard stories about the traumas that some gay and lesbian kids face when they first come out to their families. Hell, I've seen it up close and personal with a few of my students. But to think that I forced James to reveal himself before he was ready? I apologize, Brian. I didn't mean to imply that being gay would diminish James in your eyes or anyone else's. Brian, for what it's worth, it takes a lot for a kid to turn against his own dad. Believe me, I know. It doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't happen because of a singular event, no matter how terrible. Kids really want to forgive their parents' fuck-ups, despite how they may feel when it's happening. You know why? Because they need their parents to forgive them too. Where things turn to shit is when the fuck-ups keep happening. They're no longer one-time things that can be excused or apologized away. No. Those hurts are deliberate. And the kids know it. I haven't heard anything to make me think that you make it a habit of treating your kid like crap, Bri. Not like that, Ed. But not like I should have, either. You know, I remember when Elizabeth and I first brought him home from the hospital. He was so small. So beautiful. So... perfect. I felt happier and prouder than I've ever felt before in my life. What a mess I've made. It's a mess right now, Brian. I'll give you that. But I'm not convinced that it'll stay that way. It won't because you know what you have to do. Brian, you know that I think you're a pompous ass, right? Ed? Well, I'm gonna give you the night off on that. Tonight, you're a regular guy with regular problems that other regular guys have. And you're gonna figure them out too, just like everyone else does. And tonight, you guys are gonna play tennis like you're supposed to! And make appointments with your therapists like all the other fucked up people do! And tonight, I don't wanna see your ridiculous comb over flapping in the wind when you chase the ball. Yeah, that's right, wise guy. You know, I used to live on Long Island. When the trees did that, they ordered us to evacuate! Fuck you! Keep it up, Rapunzel! I got a hedge clipper in the car! Well, no one can say that our Thursday night matches are uneventful. Yeah, 
I'm starting to wonder if this is tennis or group therapy. Maybe that knucklehead on court six is right. We need to find a shrink. Think we can find somebody who's willing to shrink us while we play? Actually, I've been thinking about that. I don't mean to take away from your troubles, Brian, but I'm not doing all that well with my own son. We've been fighting. A lot. Sometimes it's all I can do not to lose myself in an ugly moment. I think I once told you guys that my dad had a temper. Well, it was bad. It often came out of nowhere. And when it was over, my kid sister and I couldn't figure out what we did wrong. The worst was when my mom said it had nothing to do with us. That he was angry about something at work or with her and that we just happened to get in the way. <laughs> Here I am today doing the same thing. You know, these tennis nights are great and all, but I'm at the point of needing more than that. No offense. None taken. Brian, a couple months ago, you asked what it was like to grow up in a foster home, and I put you off. I'm not looking to talk about those years right now, but I would like to say this. There is no such thing as a perfect home. I didn't have one with my adoptive parents, certainly not after my mom died, and I sure as hell didn't have it while I was in foster care. Ed, it doesn't sound like you had a perfect home. Joe, from what you just told us, it doesn't sound like you had one either. And with all due respect, it sure doesn't sound like you have one now, Brian. Anyway, my point is, none of us came out of the box this way. We're all a product of our experiences, good and bad. But the thing that helps me move beyond the bad stuff is to remember what it felt like at the time, which is different than wallowing in it forever. Amen to that, brother. You can never forget how that shit felt. That's right. And it's the only way I know how to keep from doing the same thing to someone else. Of course, I'm not always good about that, as Cheryl can tell you. But it's not for my lack of trying. You're already ahead of the game, Joe, because you're looking at today through yesterday's lens. And Brian, I believe you'll get past this with James as well. In time. Because you want to. As you can imagine, I've been thinking a lot about this. And I hope Ed is right. That my son will trust me again. Anyway, I'm gonna head home. Thank you guys for the game. And for the talk. See y'all next week. Take care, Brian. Thank you.